What are your desires? What is my destiny? Love. How do I get there? Fast. Is he the one? Is this bitch tripping? Shit, maybe. He got one more time. And that time is on our side for touch. Feel. Passion. Love. Lust. Sex. Oh, daddy. Ecstasy. Addiction. My diction. No cliction. You are listening to the Milky Balls podcast. So stay tuned. And prepare to be milk. Hey, I appreciate you guys watching and tuning in. This is the Milky Balls Podcast. We're going to just ebb and flow with this on today. Ebb and flow. Ooh. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and go live on this Facebook. Got to get that music in the background. Oh, yeah, that is right. See, that's why I got you on my team. Squad up. Oh. I got my head up in the clouds again. You know, I've been on a singing kick all day today. I don't, I'm just, I've been in my music mode for some reason. Just in case, we need to have a conversation. I'm just saying, it's just, it's been a feel good type of day. Like, I don't, I've just been really happy lately. Like, just in life and, and love and acceptance. If I sing a song based on my situation, it'd be, I'm so alone. <laughs> Alone, I miss you. What? <laughs> Never been a good thing. What is the... Uh... Man, that shit ended itself over there. Oh, uh, oh man. man, that was quick. Uh, let me just, I'm going to take it off and we'll put it on. Uh... Are you sure? Hey, y'all, everybody that's um, logging on in, welcome to the Milky Balls podcast tonight, guys. Um, this evening, I should say. We have not quite yet entered into the nighttime because, as you know, you know the nighttime is the right time, night and day. Yes. So tonight's topic uh, is going to be really good. Um, the emo versus the ego. What y'all know about that? Hey, y'all. Hey. I see y'all. Oh, let me see how I'm rolling in. Let me say hey to y'all. Hi. What's up, um, um, Mr. Biggs? Y'all rolling on in. Greetings, good people. Let's see. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Let's see. Uh, hey, Audrey. Hello, beautiful. How are you? Teray, what's up? Slim. What's up, James Slim Smith? Audrey. Hey, guys. Y'all logging on in. This is, again, the Milky Balls podcast, guys. We are, tonight's topic is um, ego versus, emo versus ego, all right? Are you going to be nice? Nice for what? Or a straight, proud Mary? Ooh. Mm. How are you? Ooh. Ooh. Right. <laughs> we ain't got to worry about that. Emo, how do men tap into sensitivity and uphold masculinity, all right? And how can women use their emotional connection as a source of power and not weakness, all right? We're going to talk about this ego, too. I love a big ego. Mm -hmm. Not really, all right? Using our insecurities for good and not evil. Can your ego be an asset while becoming an asshole? Without becoming an asshole. Oh, I'm sorry. Without becoming an asshole. <laughs> In the balls for the night. We're, we're speaking on consent. Uh, having conversation about verbal and nonverbal cues, triggers, and fantasies. Mm. And communicating your level of freak. Hey, hey. And the adjustment time you'll give your partner to get on board. 
I think that's a big one. I think that's a big one too. That's a big one. This should, I'm really looking forward to this episode, and this episode is definitely being brought to you by um, Bunting Beauties. All right, and it's also sponsored by sponsored by the House of Lace Front. It's not a store or boutique. It's simply a location for all lace fronts to be delivered and never <laughs> worn again. Throw them goddamn lace Shout fronts, out man. to House of Lace Fronts. Make House sure you front. guys uh, uh, send them to the place that they will never be returned from. Please do. <laughs> Milky Balls is a metaphoric exploration integrating the literature of dictation, Ooh. specifying mm. intricacies of Ooh. communication to bring resolution through conversation. Basically, this is for the cool in you, so relax and prepare to be milked. We are King Wisdom and the Empress here to bring you a little business and pleasure this evening, guys. So, without further ado, tonight's topic, the milk, emo versus ego, all right? Do women want Ralph Transvet or Trey Songs? You want a man with sensitivity? You want that man that'll dive have a name? Yeah, <laughs> what, what are women looking for in 2019? Um, I mean, honestly, you know what? This is this is my thing. I'm, I'm this. I, I hope all y'all are listening. Let, let me share this right quick, ladies and gentlemen that are out there as well too. This is a participatory. Is that a word? Did I say it right? Yeah, yeah, you're good. This is a participatory uh, a podcast where we need your feedback, okay? We talk to y'all, y'all talk to us, y'all talk to each other type thing because this podcast will not be as great as it is without you. So, without ladies, you. ladies out there, okay? Question for you. Do you want someone? Do you want a Ralph Transvan? Do you want someone with sensitivity? Or do you want the Trey Stones, Chris Brown? Neighbors know our name. Beat it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm the hard shell on the outside. But, you know, I got some things going on on the inside. But I ain't going to really let you know, girl. Because, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like that. Which one of y'all? Honestly, I feel like for me, um, let me do my due diligence why uh, I have all of these amazing people um, that are logging in right now. Share, share, share again, too, as well, good people. Um, let's see. Let's share these on my outlets. Share to a page. Let's go. Uh, cancel. Discard. Are, are you sharing the Milky Balls already? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right. And, and everybody, make sure we're on all platforms, Apple Podcasts, yes, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, so definitely go ahead and uh, follow us, share us, and uh, let's get this party started. We do this for y'all, so. Hey, hey. This is also y'all's podcast, so. All right, let me make sure I'm done sharing to the group. Share, 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 share. I'm sharing everything, y'all. Sharing is caring. It's definitely caring. Um. Oh, I didn't mean to share that there. Uh. Okay. All right. Mm, all right. We're good. Okay. We're back live. So here we go. Um. What do women want? Do they want a Ralph Transfer or Trey songs? I personally think, honestly. <sighs> so the 2019 woman is definitely different from. And I'm gonna put some background music on in a second. I'm just too scattered right now. Um. Good. But. I think the 2019 woman has redefined, she's kind of really searching for what that balance of what it is that she needs in a man because I think the calibration is off now. Okay. Like, it's it's severely off. I feel like um, because women have put themselves in a situation where they're in a workplace and they're working so dominant, like so heavily in a male-dominated dom world um, okay. that they've had to increase certain levels of masculinity and embrace that in order to be successful in the world that we live in. 
And so with that increased masculinity, I mean, the, of course, the femininity is there, but because the increased masculinity is there, then, you know, it's requiring w women just have a certain level that they're secreting out that men are normally not used to. Okay. And I don't think it's necessarily, um, of, of course, as women, we have to take responsibility in regards to being balanced mm. uh, and making sure that we are balancing our feminine energy and our masculine energy yeah. within who we are as, as females and protect that balance. But I think it's really hard because the man nowadays is more so complaining about who we are as females instead of understanding why we are the way we are. So because of that gap, I mm. feel like there is a huge disconnect and why women a lot of times say men sound like bitches or, you know, say harsh. And I don't believe in that at all. I don't think that, you know what I'm saying, that that's something that should be said at all, period, um, about a man's feelings, anybody's yeah. feelings, you know, in general. But I do feel like a large part of that is contributed to the fact that it sounds like men are complaining about our independence. They're complaining about, you know, our ability to be able to provide for ourselves. And because we are highlighting it as a plus, they're looking at it as like, oh, my God, like, why are you boasting about this? You know, you ain't this. And it almost seems like we're attacking each other now instead of trying to balance each other out. Yeah. So... Right now, I think we're settling for the Trey Songs guy because you know we just don't want to hear it. Like we would, we definitely want the rash, the, the Ralph Transvent, the guy who is going to be sensitive and understanding. But it all still has to come with some kind of emotional stableness too. Right? I, I, I can see that. Um, I just always figure it's the men that you know have certain insecurities or need certain levels of uh, power or. I guess that authoritarian position that really focus on, um, I guess, sticking their claim as the man through making all the decisions. Well, here again, once again, now we have we have the dynamic because, like you said, because women can be independent mm -hmm. and they may want to take care of their dude or something like that. But then you still have the old school chivalry that a lot of women say men men no longer hold those traits of you know wanting to pay all the bills and maybe, you know, the the lady takes care of, you know, a, a smaller percentage of things or whatever it may be. So I think it's just the roles. Right. And we talked about gender roles and, you know, the uh, pros and cons of those. I think the roles are still kind of confused because, you know, as a man, like I said, I'm confused. And I, I, I would like to think I listen to our queens a little more than most people are. You know, I'm just willing to listen. So I know I'm confused because I know sometimes you don't want to push over. But then when it's needed, you know, you do want the man that's sensitive. But it's like we don't know when to turn that on. And sometimes we feel that maybe the ladies don't know when they're turning it on either. It's just kind of situational, mm -hmm. which is, is, is human. Right. But at the same time, because men, we're a little more reactive than proactive, I believe, when it comes to women. And women are a little more proactive at all times. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's, that's the disconnect that we're trying to bridge. Um, I know there's a time to be nice. There's a time to take control. There's a time to uh, lead. There's a time that I might I might need to follow, but I think I still kind of hold a reserve for the my, my woman to tell me or to give me signals as to when those times occur or right. when those times are present because even I can't read that mind. So 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 what what for you are you then like as as a man like where where does the confusion lie? Uh, having to read a mind. I think for a lot of women that are, are a little more open in their communication, um, it may not be kind of stuck on them wanting their man to quote unquote know who they are by now. 
mm-hmm. and they're willing to communicate like, hey, this is what I need, baby. Can you do this? I think that that puts me in a little more comfortable role to where, okay, this is what you need. I can make it happen. Now those times where you're not asking me to do certain things, I can do the little small things that'll take a little bit of that burden off your back. Right. But if it's a, he, you know, he, he's not attentive to the things I like. Like I thought he would understand that I like these things. Like I may not. And when I don't, that doesn't need to become a point of contention where it's like, I don't care for you or I don't love you as much. Or it's just sometimes I, I'm not, I'm not going to guess because the last time I guessed shit went all the way left mm-hmm. and right and up and down. Um, so I believe just a little more direct communication. It doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to be to the point where you're telling me exactly what to do, but just a little bit of direction. You know, I think, I think that always helps. Like you said, it's the way we respond to each other. It's the tone. Um, it's how we come off sometimes that yields the best results. So knowing your partner helps. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I, I agree. So definitely knowing your partner helps. But my question is, um, and you can chime off if anybody has anything to say on your, you know what I'm saying, on the pages. I know people are joining in and I'm reading definitely on on the Facebook platform. Um, and you, you're, you've you gone live in Milky Balls? Yeah, that's okay. Milky Balls. All right, cool. So, um, yeah, just let me know whenever somebody wants to. But apparently there's a, a disconnect in, is it a disconnect in understanding? It's just a disconnect in, in our general personality traits. The personality traits of a woman and a man. I think there's just certain, there's certain traits we have that, because of those roles that we're used to, they just kind of carried over. This and now, now trying to figure out that transition, we're just kind of like in a. a, a so whose fault is it? I mean, because I mean. Woman's. No. I just had to hold, like I just, <laughs> like, I just had to redo my whole face because I was literally about to be like, you know. So, like, literally, like, I, I want to know because I put up a post the other day and I said sexism is the first oppression. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, a lot of times you do hear men talk about how much it's a woman's fault, you know. Mm. But I feel like, again, this is this is my belief. Sexism was definitely the first oppression because, yeah. you know, from, from, I don't know, even in religious books, religious texts, they oppress the woman. Yeah. She is less than. You know, they, they never talk about her, you know, being an equal. They never talk about what her role is in her equality, you know, yeah. to, to balance, you know, the man out. It's, it's always that she's always put beneath. And even in society today, that's how it's pretty much laid out. So when it comes to women, you know, trying to just prove that they're, they have a place in this world. You know what I'm saying? Like, and their place is not underneath any, 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 anyone that is just literally who I am and my femininity should be accepted for what it is and not necessarily put under. So now when I say whose fault is it, I'm saying women are now stepping into these roles where they're, they're okay. They're, 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 they're striving to try to even figure out what the balance is now for them because they're they are allowed and I even hate to say that they're allowed but they're allowed more freedoms to be women yeah I don't know about the dynamic in other cultures I, I don't as far as society and, and career and you know that culture is definitely um, harder for um, females especially black females when it comes to the and I can only speak for the black household. Right. I believe that even though the black woman has not always been cherished by every partner, it's understood that they're all they've always been the backbone. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's you know it's not daddy, you know I love you. It's mom, you know I love you. It's not happy hubby, 
happy tubby or something like that. It's happy wife, happy life. Right. So I think within this whole, we know where the power truly lies. Um, as far as the, yeah, as far as the decisions and things of that nature, I feel that the the black woman is that they kind of run the household. You know, if you come home and things ain't together, you know, you worried about mama. You might be worried about dad, but you really worried about mama. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, that dynamic in, in the house versus mm-hmm. career mm-hmm. is split because I definitely see the, the dynamic shift right. uh, in the professional atmosphere. Right. Um, and that's professional all the way across the board. I, across I, the board. I, I don't want people to think that just because, you know, she's working at a non-corporate American environment that she's not a professional. Yeah. Even if she's working at cookout, <laughs> yeah. you know, she's she's having to do the same job and same things that a, a man would do, yeah. you know? So I don't want the level of your professionalism to make you feel like it's a difference between the the the, the things that you're having to face as a, as a woman. Yeah. So when... When they, when they come home, it's like, if it's happy wife, happy life type deal, and we both out here working, and we both out here getting it, at some point with men, why is there not a click or a something that says, you know what, she out here getting it, I'm out here getting it. At some point, these gender roles have to go. Like, they have to go because we're both out here doing the same thing, regardless of the amount of money that we're making, we're both out here doing the same thing. I agree with that. I mean, for the men that aren't doing it, I definitely agree. Um, I've been in the opposite where I've been kind of the dude that does come home and it's not, you know, not uh, afraid to cook and clean and, and do things of that nature. So my thing would be if I'm dealing with somebody that maybe had to do that in their past relationship. So now that they can put that responsibility down. Right. It may happen, but it may happen to like a very extreme scale, you know? So, and that, that could just be anybody that's in a new relationship or a new atmosphere around a personality type they never been with. Um, so I think it's that transition with not, not expecting your woman to cook or mm-hmm. you, you as a man, you know, being expected to cook. Right. You know, things right. That I, I can definitely see how, uh, that can cause, uh, some issues in some relationships, just, yeah. you know, that, that, that paradigm shift. But, um, I can, I can, uh, all right, so I'm, I'm about to get kicked off. But I can also say that, you know, the overall perception of women is that as far as the domesticated roles they play, like, it, it, it comes off a little lazier to us as far as what they're willing to do at home. Like, then it's not like it's lazier by whose standard? By the norm? The standard just going in and, you know, most houses not being clean and, you know, them not wanting, even if they could cook, them not cooking. Because at the end of the day, if you're in a relationship, like a dude's going to want your, he's going to want your favorite meal the same way you might have your favorite shoes or, you know, your favorite store. So mm-hmm. me giving you money to go to your favorite store is the same thing as you. It, it probably parallels you just, you know, making that, that one or two right. meals for me during the week. So but there's a lot, you know, I, I, I can. I can attest there's a lot of women that don't, they like, I don't cook. We, I think we've been through this. Like, I don't cook, so that's one strike. Because that's like, uh-huh. a, you're not cooking, you're not cooking. It's like me not cutting grass and me not taking care of the oil and me not filling up the, the car when we go to the gas station. So are we not having these conversations with one another where it's like, I mean. I'm surprised you, when I go to a woman's house and it's, it's clean. And I go in the bathroom and it's not like a bunch of shit all over the counter. And there's not hair in the sink. I'm surprised. Because, but uh, Why? Because most women are, from college till now, like a lot of women aren't clean. Like cleanliness isn't really a part of their lifestyle. But okay, but cleanliness is I can't also speak on a dudes. right. But cleanliness is also a pers- a pers- 
a perception or or I mean or perspective maybe it could be. because like you know my level of clean and somebody else's level of clean is two different levels you but know most men automatically we <laughs> we equate your cleanliness in your house to you know your cleanliness period Okay. You know what I'm saying? So we walk in the house and things are a little disheveled. We'd be like, Ugh, you know. Right, but if you're a dude that you grew up, you know what I'm saying, in, in a, you know, and your mom was a pack rat, and, you know, you used to make it, you, there's certain things about the presentation that may seem fine to you. Yeah. And you get into a situation where you walk into a chick's house and it's like, oh, it's not as bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's pretty decent. But yeah. again, like, just even coming from that, like, that conditioning already that she must or she needs to have a clean house like is that the that can be the expectation of your woman but if having a clean what does having a clean house do are, are you making that role hers or are you saying hmm if she takes care of the house then i can help her take care of it and i know that you know we can be a team i don't feel like the conversation like is we, can be a team. we I don't, but I, that's the thing. I don't feel like the conversation is we can be a team. I think the conversation a lot of times is not had, and it's always, oh, she gonna clean the house. He's gonna do this. He's gonna do that. She's gonna do this, and it's automatically assumed instead of being like, oh, you know what? She keep a clean house. It's gonna be, it's gonna be better for us to keep it up together. Yeah, I agree, and but that goes into the little small intricacies of relationships where there'll be guys that tell you they can't touch stuff in the house. They want to clean certain things, but they can't touch it. So they're stuck in the house where they, they aren't able to clean it or move certain things. Why? Nope. What's wrong with them? Not wrong with them. It's just hell going to break loose. Like, why'd you touch my stuff? Why'd you move my things? That's too much. Like, that's, that's that's not a too much. That's a that's a lot of household type thing. That's a, that's a very typical conversation. Like, I ain't touching that thing, boy. I ain't trying to hear that tonight. So you're saying that women are then too uptight? I'm not saying uptight. It's just if you're talking about a team, mm -hmm. and I can't, if you can move my stuff, because, like, why, why your stuff here? All right, go ahead, baby, move it. And I'm like, but you got, like, three wigs on the sink. Like, we both sharing the same sink. Like, right. I can't, if I touch, don't touch my wig. It could be something as simple as that. And it's not, if we're talking about doing it 50-50, there's just a lot of situations where, once again, it's happy wife, happy life. So, you know, once you mm -hmm. go in that household, you don't get to decorate the household. You might have your man cave. That's why men have the man cave. It's because they, the rest of the house ain't theirs, so, but, and uh, they know it. No, uh, uh, no, I don't think that it's a they know it. I think it's it's an assumed thing. If you give someone the control to say, you know what, this is your house, baby. Just give me this part of it. Then you already set the atmosphere of what it is. But if but if as a couple you go in and you're saying, you know what. Listen, this is much as my house as it is yours. I need a little bit of me sprinkled into this thing to make it feel like it's something that belongs to us and not coming into a, to a situation where it's, oh, women make the house a home. So in making the house a home, she fixes and does everything else. And then the only thing that you ask and or require is just a little thing on the side. You know, I just need my man cave. I don't need you to touch anything in that, but I can have everything else. Mm. That happens. I mean, it, it goes both ways because it's not that I don't think I don't think men go into the the conversation or situation like that. It's just a more I just want to keep peace. When it gets to that point, it's just a keeping peace thing. Like I don't feel like arguing over it. Like that's her space. It is what it is. And as far as those dynamics, it, I, I really don't know those conversations because mm. I've been the person to, uh, you know 
come home, clean up, and everything's done, and then the, the, the lady may be like, well, what's left for me to do? Right. And then, you know what I'm saying? And that, to me, that's awkward. But that also happens. Now, the now, I guess those same gender roles come into play because she's like, well, what's left for me to do? Like, there's plenty of stuff we can still do. Like, let's, right. let's converse. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to necessarily show me uh, your gratitude by, you know. So, which brings us into the, this next point. Do women want, want the male figure to be in touch with their feelings all the times or just when it works for them? Be. Just when it works for them. Yeah. I don't I I honestly don't think that that's the truth. I think that men have become very Why why do men group every woman the same? It's not that we group. It's oh. it's the reception. It's the re- the reception. It's not that's that just, it, it's it annoys it's me. Like, it's like, like it's like anything else. I can tell you like baby, okay, for the biggest the biggest issue that no man or no woman can tell me how to to deal with is if your woman's overweight and you're starting to lose attraction. How do you how do you convince her? Or how do you how do you assist her with that? Because you could be you could say, baby, let's go to the gym together, and then that can fall apart. You can say, baby, I'm really getting tired. I'm, I'm starting to lose attraction. That's uh-huh. the wrong way to say it. You can say, baby, but what do we need no to do? Right way to but, say but, okay, it. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. It comes to reception. So it's not that y'all don't appreciate it at the end if we're upfront and we're in touch with our feelings. It's just the reception may be if we say what needs to be said in a strict way. Now your feelings are hurt for two or three days. Now we don't kiss because you feel. You know, you now you're in a, you know, you, you're basically retracting yourself from me because now it's like, why would he say that to me if he loved me? But I feel like that's a practice that two pe- two people have to have in a relationship as far as like getting back to them because there are going to be times like no relationship. I don't care how much communication that you have in the world. Like you're gonna you're you're gonna get upset with your mate. You're going to get frustrated with your partner and it's going to happen and you don't want to talk to them for a little bit. You do need your space in order to be able to process certain things and you don't want to, you know what I'm saying, hug and kiss. And you are, you know, because I'm going to be honest, when you deal with a partner who is truly for you, they are going to challenge the shit out of you in your personal life, in your personal progress. And they are going to hold you accountable. And if that's something that you're not used to doing and or being accountable just as a person, if your friends don't, if you, if the people around you can't hold you accountable to the point where you're like, you know what I'm saying? Like you have those friends. It's like, girl, I need to lose weight. And they take you to Waffle House every other weekend or every day or every other day. Or y'all always going out to eat, but you done steadily told them that you wanted to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Like if everybody in your network doesn't hold you accountable and you, then you get with a partner and they're good for your soul. They're good for your spirit. They're good for your essence. And they're challenging you to be more accountable. Of course, you're not going to like it. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, like, when we get with people that are good for us and they start to challenge us, the prophet is oftentimes not welcome in their own home. And we ended up, instead of it being a, you know what, babe, you right. Both egos have to die. I mean, as far as a woman is concerned, like her ego yeah. has to die and in a situation where, where she's gaining weight and he wants to help her be better. Like her ego has to die and it has to be a matter of her saying, you know what? He's right. I need to hold myself accountable. You know, I can't keep hiding these Twinkies. I can't keep, you know what I'm saying? Being distant to him because I'm frustrated that he wants me to do better. Mm-hmm. You got to get you and you have to want to get back to love. I think we're so stubborn and so so off balance with being selfish that we don't want to get back to love because we're trying to prove a point. Yeah, it's very true. Um, I think Alicia Stowe says, delivery is important if you can't communicate things in a way that people can receive it in the right way. 
it makes it challenging. So just knowing your partner, knowing how people receive things, right. uh, knowing how, how to have those conversations, not when things are good and not when it's a beautiful conversation, but when you pissed off at that person. Yep. At that point, can you, can you implement that power? Can you use that self-control to still have a conversation that will yield a, a resolution? Yeah. Most of the time, we, you know, people just flip, flip and lose their shit. Yeah. I mean, you know, so. And, and, and being, and being in touch with your feelings. Why does that sound like, why does it sound like a scary thing for men? Be in touch with your feelings. It's not, it's not a scary thing for men. It's not, once again, we're, we're reactionary. So, you know, we hear women talk about, I don't want a man that I can walk all over. Well, you're only saying that to a man that's probably doing things to please you. So now women are basically saying, I don't want a guy that's trying to overplease me. So we can't understand that concept. And we, we can, because actually at, at the end of the day, there, there might be a woman that's like just doing too much. Mm-hmm. So we can understand that, but it may not even be a too much thing for women. It's a perception. Like, I don't want, I don't want a walkover. What's a walkover to a woman? We don't know. So we automatically assume they're talking about a man that's uh, overly These connected with their emotions. These are killing us. Well, it's not a some. It's well, I mean, we see it. Like once again, we know the good guy, bad guy, and who women tend to date to have fun versus when they're ready to get married. The same way men, when they're ready to get married, it's a good girl. So we understand that there's a level of fun and and uh, I don't know, just recklessness that can be associated at the beginning. Um, I, I I can't say it's an assumption because I have female friends I've had these conversations with and had to check them. Right. And there's people in relationships we know when it's a real thing, and we, women that just hate Drake because it's like he's so emo. Well, he's really just talking about a situation that you was crying about last night to me. Right. So what is it? So is Drake emo, or is he just speaking the truth? And he, what about the things he's saying makes you so upset that we're like, I need a, I need a, a tough guy or the tough guy that's not going to pay you attention, not going to uh, take you aside and really speak to you in a certain manner. So what is it do you, that you really? That's grouping everybody together, but it is grouping everybody together. We're talking about the things that that cause conflict. So, the people that are good at it, it's not a conflict because they can get over it and talk about it. So the people that aren't good at this type of communication are figuring out what they really want. And I think this is like, and I, I think you hit it right there when you said people that don't know how to deal with these type of situations and are figuring it out are the ones that's having the most trouble. Yeah. So, you know, everybody that's out there listening, you know, to the Milky Balls podcast, all my people watching on Facebook and Instagram, you know, if you are find yourself in a situation where you're always the one being challenged in this particular area of communication when it comes to your partner, you might want to look introspectively and like literally figure out within and of yourself, what is it that I'm doing that is causing this situation? Am I the toxic person in this particular situation? Because... I feel like in a situation where I need a man to be in touch with his feelings, like it's a matter of me. Like, and, and I, and I think the communication of it is established kind of in the fourth, like in the first part of your relationship for me, it is anyway, you know, it's, it's, do you enjoy just talking to me in the car yeah. or are you completely silent and don't say anything? You know what I'm saying? Do you enjoy when we're home together, you know, we instead of us having a TV on, you get home at 7, I get home at 7.30. From 7.30 to 9.30, it's TV. It's kids. It's this. It's that. It's, that. it's never each other until about 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. After we shower, we're laying in bed, and the last 30 minutes of the day, we're like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Uh- <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier, and I, I know what the true issue is. I'm listening. Um, and it's access. 
whether you're speaking of uh, TV as a distraction, and not just TV, because growing up in the 70s, 80s, 90s, you had TV, right? but you didn't have a plethora of shows. Agreed. So today we have Netflix. We have things you can sit down and you could literally get home and just watch TV till you go to bed. Mm -hmm. Uh, The cell phone, the next thing that just killed relationships. Yes, I agree. Too much access. So now instead of you literally having to wait till you get home to see Mm -hmm. that person or you calling the house and them not being there and you can't get mad because they're not there. All you can do is leave a voicemail and then they'll call you back when they get home. Um, Now you have social media, Facebook, you know, Instagram, where you don't necessarily even need the person. Uh to feed your ego or to make you feel beautiful because if, if they don't do it one day, guess what? You got 500 people in your inbox just waiting for the chance to tell you how beautiful you are. You know what I'm saying? And, and some of that plays to you. So, so it's a distraction. It's just a distraction. Those main three is distractions. If, you, if you're able to disconnect from your phone and that's like, okay, I miss, my, I miss, I miss that person. But, and, you- but what you'll do now is text and you're like, well, they should be on lunch. So why aren't they texting back? You done fucked up the whole night because you decided to send a text. The initiative was to let that person know you missed them. Right. But somehow that turned into this whole thing of why haven't they texted me back? It's an hour later. Well, you're trading one dependency for another. Well, no, no. What I'm saying is because of that, because you can't just not talk to a person all day. Like if you couldn't talk to a person all day and you Mm -hmm. just didn't do it, then when you got home, you'd have something to talk about. Or Or it can literally be vice versa where you just get so used to not talking. I think you missed this. Growing fonder, like you, you over talk. So okay. that's why we, we, we've been texting all day. So now I, I, I may not have a conversation when we get home because we don't text all day about what we could have talked about when we were, when we're in close quarters with each other. I'm not saying it doesn't work the other way around. I'm just saying not, not remembering what it is to like not being able to speak to somebody literally until you got home to miss them and to really ask you how your day is going. Now we text each other halfway through the day. How your day don't? How your day going? Right. That's not even a conversation. So when we get home, we're talking about whatever's on TV. Right. Because TV is the conversation, right? And 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 I think that's that is that is a, a large real connection. And I only go I only go back to say you know about it being a situation where when you get used to not talking, that it becomes a learned thing for you, um, yeah. because you get so and, and and trading one dependency for another, you get to it to the point where it's like okay, cool, I'm not going to be on social media all day. You know, I'm going to take a break and I'm going to make sure that I'm not, you know, delving so much of my time into social media. Mm. Uh, I'm going to be more focused. But I think a lot of these things start before you get into a relationship. You know, it's certain types of discipline and training that you have to have within and of yourself to be able to disconnect without having a reason for another person being there. And that be the reason why you disconnect, because you're just going to fall back if that person gets upset at you. It's going to be really quick, quick for you to just go back to social media, go back to, you know, binge watching TV and not saying anything to anyone. But that's all choice. Like, the thing is, at that point, you know it's, you know I'm choosing to do this. There's a difference between, like, being addicted to something, not seeing how it affects you, or taking those one or two or three times to dis, to disconnect from social media. So now you've seen when you disconnected, you connected more with yourself. Mm-hmm. So you know the answer to connecting with yourself is disconnecting. So that same person that's connected with themselves will connect with their partner if they're disconnected. An aware so you person, know that. No, no, an aware person knows that. I think that there are so many people out here that are so used to falling back into certain patterns within and of themselves based off of their experiences that they would like a new experience with something and someone and they they enter these relationships with all this hope and all this optimistic you know but then 
once the adversity starts to hit, they regroup back into what's familiar to them. And when you go back to what's familiar to you, instead of just pushing on to say, you know what, I know I'm not used to resolving conflict in this way, but I want a different result for my relationship. Therefore, instead of me going back into this particular habit and disconnecting from not only my disconnecting to myself but disconnecting to my partner like maybe I can just try to sit down and say you know what this is affecting me this way that's true and I think a lot of times people are having such a big deal and we're having such a disconnect in relationships because we're people are trying to figure out how to do it say it tone and delivery all while still overcoming what I normally just yell at them yeah. <laughs> Well, we're no longer looking for love. We're looking for attention. Mm, I agree you with know, that, too. You know, we go on Facebook. I we're, agree we're, with we're that. We're seldomly going on Facebook to be, to be built. I agree. I agree we're not, we're not looking there for positive reinforcement or, I mean, now granted, you do have memes and you do have affirmations that you may see, but for the most part, you, if you're on Facebook when you're at work, then you're just not being efficient at what you're supposed to be doing right. at work. Right. So most of the times, we already know it's detrimental to, to getting things done that we right. need to do for ourselves. We know it's a distraction. I agree. You know, so it, it still comes down to whether it's considered being woke, being aware. Um, it's really just being real with yourself and saying, I'm on Instagram for the likes. Like if I mm -hmm. post this picture in this, in this outfit, I want, I want there to be 50 likes because when it's not 50 likes, my whole day is ruined. Right. And that happens for a lot of people. It, so it does. if you're it that does. person, please then be real with yourself. Because yeah. if you're that person with Instagram, you're even worse when it comes to your partner. Yep. Your partner don't have a fair a fair chance or a fair shake. Yep. So at some point you have to realize the difference between looking for love and looking for attention. Hey, and then the, on the flip side though, Marlon, like you also have those people who happen to have a presence on social media, yep. but it really doesn't mean that much to them. However, you got a partner that doesn't have that much attention on social media yep. and it's weird for them because they're trying, they feel like they're trying to keep up yeah. to make sure that they know, oh, you posted this today. And when you, you know, have told them, hey, really doesn't mean that much to me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you, I'm a random person. You should know this. You know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to say this. Um, you have to be careful not to make your insecurities yeah. about what you feel about, you know, being on social media from your past experiences because you got some people who, ex cheated on them via social media and they stayed on it all the time yeah. you know they got 400 plus likes so that means everybody was out here liking them and mm -hmm. you know commenting saying and all, all these other things and your insecurities start to creep in and you start to make issues something that they're not instead of just being like you know what it is what it is there's nothing about our connection that has changed yeah. but i'm starting to allow these insecurities to creep in and now it's disconnecting us yeah what we, what we as people all have an issue with is self-accountability. We, and that's whether it's finances, relationships, we know our poisons. Mm -hmm. We know when we fucking up. It's no different from being a child and you're not supposed to touch this and you touch it anyway. Right. The thing is, when do we stop taking that risk? When do we stop putting ourselves in that danger? Yeah. When, when do we choose? Once again, it's choice. Yeah. And I'm speaking to myself as, as everybody else. On a yeah. daily basis, we make choices. To not be our best selves, whether it's, it's, it's half doing shit at work, where we can get things done and actually, you know, let that be a different start. Or whether it's coming home and just watching Netflix when we're thinking about, we, we own Facebook talking about starting a business. Right, right. We, you I know, agree. You can go on YouTube. I mean, I you're going to be on YouTube, be on YouTube, you know, getting some real education right. in. 
right. or you know start looking for certifications you can get. So we make these we make these choices harder for ourselves by not making the right choices. Yeah. And, and that's just self accountability. That's and that's man, that's listen. what we deal with. And I think that's what's missing. Like if you if you ask me, like that's actually it's it's dead on. It's what's missing. And I adore, absolutely adore people who own their shit. Yeah, that's the start. Because <laughs> now you can surround Man, yourself with so people that you see afterwards. building themselves. Yes, it's yeah. so easy afterwards. Because at that point, you get a true, authentic way of saying, you know what, I can accept this or I can reject this because this is who that person is. Yeah. And not someone who's always trying to pacify the situation. And I feel like men, in a lot of cases, because emotionally wise, they either don't want to deal with it or from their past experiences is deflecting in some type of way that they'll be very passive on trying to deal with something or very reactive in dealing to just one particular situation instead of literally just communicating overall what it is that they feel or just standing up and being like nah it's not gonna fly going to chick-fil-a is easy going to the store going to the store buying some chicken breasts learning what seasoning to use Mm. to make your own chicken tenders say it again right and that, that's life. Yeah. It's as simple as that. That's true. We take shortcuts. Ooh, I love it. We take shortcuts for everything, yet we expect for love mm. and relationships to work. That shit We're built don't off of work like that. We're, bu- we're built off of shortcuts. You have been milked. You've been milked. <laughs> we are built off of shortcuts. I like that. And if you are a person who is looking for another individual to complete you, you are already setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I would say be a hundred, don't be fifty percent of yourself, and fifty and fifty equals a hundred. Fifty and fifty equals fifty. Yes, it, thank you. Add them and divide it by two. Yeah. Ooh, that, that, that's how you average it out. That's how you average it out. That's how you average it out. So you know, do your best to be a hundred percent. Whatever you're doing at that point in time in your life, we know that through life will matriculate into different avenues, different desires, different passions, but whatever you're on at that point in time, right. as long as it's beneficial to you, don't I be agree. on some fuck shit. Don't be the best drug dealer. <laughs> True. You know, don't, don't, don't be True. out here, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't judging nobody, but, you know, if it can be beneficial to you, you know, definitely just put your best foot forward um, in doing that. So if there is, there's no such thing as failure. Mm-hmm. That's when, true. When, when it's something you're really truly trying to obtain that you know is positive for you, it's just timing. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Failure is when you're on here doing some fuck shit you shouldn't yeah. be doing anyway, and yeah. it still doesn't work. That's right. when you're really hard. Like, damn, I can't even do this. Oh. Uh, and then it? they beat themselves up. Why like, you beating yourself up over uh, that, You know? Sis. Because I, I, I can't, I'm not going to put it all on. You know, like, this is, you know, not some all on the man and all on the woman type stuff. Like I, I tell people every day, like it's a weird thing. Yeah. We are, yeah. we are failing one another. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we, and, and one thing that we need to do is like, please stop, stop pointing fingers through memes. Stop pointing fingers through these gifs. Like, yeah. I feel like we post memes all day long. I get so sick of seeing memes with people talking about and discounting and discrediting one another from female and male. What you got over there, King Wisdom? Yeah, Queen Pope was just say, uh, saying, like the cliche says, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Um, yeah, you know, just just proving the absence that that you that you miss me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that, that's and, a real and that's going to work for di- that's going to work different ways for different people. That usually you, works for everybody. No, but I'm saying the ways in which it works. Oh yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like that's going to work completely different for, yeah, yeah. for. And I think people pe- are addicted to certain things now. Very so, much so. So you. 
so the way you miss me may be completely different from the way that I miss you. And sometimes that, that in and of itself needs to be communicated because a lot of times people like you, your partner may go to the store and feel like they miss you. And you'd be like, what the hell? You just, you just left my dude. Like, what you mean you miss me? But that may be their attachment. They, they, that may be their thing. For me, it may be going on a four week vacation. I don't miss you until I'm gone for four weeks. But that's a huge discrepancy there between missing. And a lot of times when people are not on the same page about that, the, the growing apart, making the fondness thing. Yeah. Listen, you're going to find yourself in a situation where you're the type of person who don't want nobody up all up on them all the time. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be the type of situation where they need somebody all mm-hmm. up on them all the time. Yeah, and you're already off balanced. Yeah. And uh, the, the, the best thing you can do. And like I said, this is real talk for real people. So expect the unexpected. Yeah. The best thing you can do is when you figure out you are interested in this person, at some point, you have to have a very real conversation about your expectations, as we typically say, but about your pet peeves is yes. a big thing we have. And your your skill sets, you know, your skill sets. So once again, if we if 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 if, if we have a serious conversation, you like I to, for me to be happy in a relationship, I need one, two, three, four and five. Mm-hmm. I should be able to say I can give you one, two, three. I feel like you're worth it, so I'm going to work on four and five. Right. And that's where it comes down to the cooking. If I really like a woman that cooks for me, it, if, if you really like me, a part of you, some part mm. of you should say, yes, I want to make I my agree. baby happy. I agree. So that's where it comes to the compromise in relationships. So when we're talking about these things, we're talking about compromise. I agree. You know, but that only comes from these conversations up front. There's, there's always a moment once you realize you're in love with that person. Yeah. And hopefully, mm. hopefully you've had this mm. conversation before. Most times you haven't, but once you realize you're getting close to that point, um, and especially if you're a little more experienced, you've dated, you know, you might be in your 30s, 40s, you know, you're not in your 20s where shit's all fun and, you know, it's just a little more free flowing. Right. Like, you know that there's a point you need to have that conversation. It's like, I'm somebody, you you go to the bathroom, don't close the door. Right. I'm old school. Right. Like I, and you might be like, yeah, but my man don't love me unless I can do something, you know, take a dump in front of him. Right. That's, That's not, not me. me. Right. That's not right. me. So where right. can we come? What, what can I take right. off your list that I don't do right. so we can work this out <laughs> and come to some type of compromise? And, you know, as long as you remember those things and, and you're always looking to, uh, fulfill. to, to fulfill, yeah. Yeah, just fulfill yeah. those little voids or those mm-hmm. little gaps to where you know that y'all aren't on the same page, but at least we can be in the same book. Yeah, you're able to I work agree. towards something. You know, you're I able agree. to build a memory. So, and I think that those desires, when people start stop communicating that, it makes people feel like they're not worth it. Exactly, and that they don't believe in them. Yeah, and that's when you start getting the disrespect. That's yeah. when you start getting the. I don't feel appreciated, so why, why, bother? why bother? You know what I'm saying? Like the effort, it, it, it starts to dwindle. You yeah. go from getting something every other week, you know, that thoughtfulness that you was out shopping and you got him something, you know, that you thought was he would like, mm-hmm. you know, and it may not even be something that was really his, you know, it, it, it may be the world to him that you actually thought about that, mm-hmm. you know, but that's not something that you normally would do. Yeah. But you go from that to, now he ain't seen anything in months, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you don't even feel like doing it because at you, you've lost respect. Mm-hmm. You, you stop trying. Yeah. And I think at the point in which you stop trying, 
it shouldn't get to that point because when you really love someone, like when that first thing, when you first get with one another and it's easy, mm. I would say it's easy to try it when you're in that beginner's stage, yeah. you know, when you're infatuated by them, mm. when they hadn't did any wrong, hadn't sh true test and true characters of relationships come when the not so good times kick in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's that that's that's when love, that's when you're gonna see it. When you're gonna be like, look, bro, like this ain't it. This ain't you. This ain't us. And in order to get back to us, I need for you to to raise up the level here. Yeah. Like I, I you know, I, I don't know what's wrong with you. I will carry the load for as much as I can. Yeah. But a lot of times we'll tell somebody, and this is this comes with this, you know, emotional or being an emo shouldn't equate to being closed-minded. Because just because I'm in a situation where I'm having an emotional moment, it doesn't mean that the things that you are trying to say to me, I shouldn't hear. Yeah. That's you know, true. and a lot of times, like people, especially women, women are terrible about it. We get in our emotion. It's like, I don't want to hear shit you got to say. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear it. You ain't. Sh and we start saying things. Words are power. Mm -hmm. Ladies, 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 men and these egos, yes, they are fragile. And what happens is a lot of times we put ourselves in situations where we start spewing out words. Because we're upset or we're emotional and we don't mean them. And we know we're not going to mean them when we actually say it out of our mouths. But we know that it is going to do something. It's going to hurt them. Yeah. And the only thing that we're trying to do in that moment is that love brings it back. Mm. You know, love will be like this. Look, my dude, I'm going to leave. Because if I open my mouth and say one more thing, you're going to be like, that's that chick that I yeah. knew was inside of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the chick that hurt me in this relationship. Mm -hmm. So before I get there, I'm going to bow out gracefully. Leave me the hell alone. Sidebar. Mm -hmm. how, do we, how do we check ourselves from falling in love with the person versus falling in love with the difference? Sometimes we fall in love with just the fact that person's different. It's something we never experienced before. Oh, God. Oh. That person's still human. So, so how, do we, how, do, how do we deal with that? I feel like that's always our next relationship is the difference. It is. It is. Um, but. Mm. What conversations can we have to, <laughs> to, to streamline that? Oh, my brother should know better. That's I mean, crazy. even though. Even though it's different. Mm. The conversation that has to be had is. Am I whole? Because even though she's different, like in order to have to in order to have different, you have to be prepared to treat different. You have you have to be in a situation where instead of just wanting different, you're prepared for different. Yeah. Because when you want different, that don't mean that you know how to maintain it. Yeah. It, it just means you want it. You just want something. So what's going to happen is you're going to get with her, mm. and she's going to be like, oh, shit, this is cool, because your level of vibration is going to vibrate so hard because you want it so bad. Mm. But at a point, she's going to realize that you're not able to keep up, my dude. Like, And it's going to come a point where she is going to, dis she is going to start not respecting you yeah. because you're not an equal to her. Not an equal or, or that person. There was still... There was still something that attracted you to that past relationship. So I always give this example, uh, you know, the yin-yang theory where 
if you're with a woman and she was with a guy that just always took her out to eat, always took her out to eat, mm-hmm. she's going to really appreciate those those moments of, of quality time. Right. You know, I just want to sit on the couch and you hold me. Mm-hmm. But if you turn to the dude that's always at home cooking dinner and holding her, she's going to be like, we never go out. Like, right. So finding that balance sometimes is really the hardest thing. Like And like you said, it's not necessarily, it could be, like you said, I'm not on your level, or it could just be, like, you just spontaneous. Like, you just you just need... It's just for this particular desire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, 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 it's, and it's just... That's the only thing it is yeah, different. Exactly. Yeah. That's the only thing it is. Like, there's other qualities besides being in a relationship other than different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, recognize and honor that different. But, men, y'all do a great job of shelving and compartmentalizing. That's what men do, apparently, so well. Mm-hmm. You do a great job with compartmentalizing. But I think... What happens with men is once they get a hold of different, they start to become emotional in a certain, in a different way. And when you start to become emotional in a different way, I think that it starts to seep and speak to different parts of you. And there, there are those parts because I mean, I've watched it unfold with men, Mm. you know, where, where I'm different and I'm, you know, like I'm not the norm and I'm not the average, but they start talking and they start communicating and I realize, hmm, yes, I am different. However, they're starting to be vulnerable with me in places that I've heard them speak that they're not even vulnerable with other people at or mm-hmm. haven't reached that point. Yeah. And then I'm like, bruh, um, you know, like, that's cool. Like, I'm glad you can feel comfortable to be free, but now I need reciprocity. Mm-hmm. So my different it's going to require you to do something different. Yeah. And a lot of times when you start to challenge them on you needing that different and they can't fulfill it or they start to try to fulfill it and in trying to fulfill it just because you want a reciprocity page, what they start to become like really emotionally invested in you yeah. because they've decided, you know, a lot of times men, and when they make a change, oh, I made a change for her. Yeah, they'll give you their heart and you ain't even asked for I it. I ain't even, I don't want it. They, they were leaving. They, <laughs> they, they put it in a little box beside the door. You ain't even know the heart's in the box inside your house. They just, <laughs> I'm leave it here first. And they work their way up. They put it on your dresser. <laughs> they left it in your medicine cabinet. You didn't know it's in your medicine cabinet. Yeah, do, yeah men do that. You know, they... They fall in love with you and don't even let you know. Right, man. You know, and then try oh. to convince you they're worth loving. Man, listen. If I had a if I had a nickel, a fifth, I'd be drunk. Because mm. <laughs> it happens, and then you try to be real with them, and then you know now it's like, oh well, I don't do this for everybody. Well, it's good that you don't do this for everybody. You should reserve it for something different, but you shouldn't also assume that this is what a woman is wanting and or needing. Um, when you haven't had that conversation with her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and and then, you know, I have to be careful with myself because a lot sometimes men will start to lock themselves away again emotionally and not be vulnerable again. Mm. So now they're like, "Oh, well shit, I tried to, you know what I'm saying? I I I dated different. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I gave my heart to different mm. and now different just, you know what I'm saying, took my shit and was like, "Fuck you." And now I'm in a situation where, like, I mean, all chicks the same now. I get, mm. I did different. Different didn't want it. Different acted like this. Different acted like she was good. For, bruh, bruh, you gotta, bruh. You got to stop dropping mail off with no address on it. Jeez. Once again, as soon as I realize I'm wanting to take this to a different level, I need to, I need to, 
Be responsible. Be responsible and have that conversation before you go all in by your damn self. Listen. That's it. Quit going. That's it. And ladies, quit doing the same thing too. Ladies, y'all stop going in by yourself too. Like these dudes are just compartmentalizing you. They are getting from you what it is that they desire that makes them happy initially. Initially. That is the initial investment. In exchange, you got something that makes me happy. I got something that makes you happy. We'll bring this shit together. We'll vibe in this particular moment of happiness. But these moments of happiness does not transcend to mean that you are in an automatically, you know, romantic relationship with this person because you feel these things in these moments. You have to have relationship talk if you want a relationship. And yeah, check in with each other. Because if I said two weeks ago, I'm not in a space to be in a relationship. Bruh. Two weeks later, <laughs> if you starting to feel me, ask me where I'm at. And I, if I'm still like that, I'm still not in a space to be in a relationship. That's just where I'm at. Yeah. And I have to respect it when you tell me the same thing. And if we've been sexing and all other things have become a part of that dynamic, the answer is still the answer. Listen, ladies, I want you to know my girl Allison said, shout out to Allison, shout out to my boo, um, Tiana as well, Miss Tiana Young. Um, but Allison says, how do you know, how do you get them to open back up? Ladies, 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 to my gentlemen as well too, but especially to my ladies, it is not your damn responsibility, Okay. It's not your responsibility. You just need to be open. You need to be vulnerable. You need to be in a position where you're receiving. You know what I'm saying? You need to put yourself out there, to, you know, to let them know, hey, look, I'm not your last. You know, I, I'm not that person. But if you're not going to open up to me, I'm not going to make you. I'm going to simply be who I am. If you value me, though, and if I'm worth it, you'll open up to me and be just as vulnerable in, in, in reciprocity as I yeah. am to you. But, ladies, if they not... Move on. Yeah. Move on. Stop trying to invest so much time in making a man. This ain't build a man. Like, quit, quit. Yeah, if you, if Move on. Yeah, the, big, <laughs> the biggest word there is, is receptive. Once I know I can talk to you about anything, and it may not be that same night. Right. But I know right. I can wait till tomorrow Indeed. in the morning after this sex session, whatever, to have mm -hmm. this conversation. Once I know I can do that, right. it's no longer your job. You've done your job by showing me I can come to you and be honest and direct. Agreed. That's the that's the, we know when we talk about, you know, uh when you start dating, you know, you want to get the girl that if you look at a woman ass, you look at the woman ass with you and you could be like, yo, she got a fat ass, and the girl be like, Yeah, she do. Right. That's real. That's what men are looking for. So is if you're able if you're able to establish that every woman ain't like that, it don't make you right or wrong. Mm -hmm. But if you're able to establish that openness, whatever that openness may be to that dude, right? Once he's told you, you know, mm -hmm. you're different. You know, I like the way you think. Once he's given you, giving you the approval, right? Indeed. Or the Indeed. stamp, the seal, whatever you want to call it. Indeed. That you've opened the door of communication. It's up to them. Yeah, it is to say something. Yep. Exactly. If you close that door, mm -hmm. and you're well aware you closed that door during an argument or conversation where they were being real and they were honest with you. And we're not talking about infidelity or anything big. We're just talking about something you didn't like. And you close that door. What does closing that door look like? I need, I, I, I need to know what that means. And these ladies need to know what that means. And I'm only going to ask you that, Marlon. Obsessed. Obsessed with Idris Elba and Beyonce. Okay. So it'd be one of those situations. It could be a situation where I'm not feeling comfortable because I, I need to let you know that there's someone coming on to me. But mm -hmm. I want to be honest with you. I know how to handle myself. Right. But this is what happens. But then closing door would be like well i know how you can get so i just don't trust that 
that's literally closing the door because I'm, I'm letting you know to trust me by me being open and honest with you. Okay. And now you're throwing it back in my face. Once now, you throw it back no, in no, my no. face. Okay. No, 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 no. Pause. Yeah. Pause, pause, pause. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Milky Balls podcast. Me and Marlon, uh, me and King Wisdom are about to go in it right now. I look so, aggressive when I do that you, on camera. Uh, <laughs> you're, oh not, you're not. You're not. You're so, not. So, so here we go. <laughs> because a lot of times what happens is if there had never been a situation before mm. where I have no issues in regards to trusting you or should not have any issues in regards to trusting you, then you are absolutely right. I shouldn't be insecure or yeah. I should check my own insecurities. Mm. However, if there has been something that has happened mm. in the past mm. between me and this individual mm. and we're putting ourselves in a situation where you come to me and you're vulnerable about something, but I say, you know what? Look, I don't, I understand, but I really don't trust you. You know what I'm saying? Or 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 not, I don't trust you fully, but, um, you know, it's going to take me a second to kind of get here on board with making sure that this is. You, you saw how you caught yourself. What? In regards to what? The first thing that was said, going into the second thing that was said. Sometimes that first thing is said and it's done. That's the end of the conversation. And that's what I'm talking about, the level of being not only receptive, but but how you present certain things. So once again, you said the first thing, I don't trust you. Nope. Then you said, I need to take time to process this. Two totally different responses. Okay, and I, even if you catch yourself mm -hmm. and then present it in a different manner, I see the growth. I see the maturity. I see the pain inside of you trying to make this work for yourself versus right. I don't trust. Like, I already know where this is going. Like, once you do that, it's, it's that's what a closed door right. is. Right. So that's what yeah. I, I definitely agree that that's what a closed door is. Yeah. But, you know. We understand. But. If, if, I, if I'm being emotional, just like you're being emotional, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And you're expressing to me, not all the time is every word that you're going to come out and say is going to be precisely in the correct order that it's supposed to be in. You know, sometimes you may need to take a word or two there back so that you can get your tone and delivery. It's not a, it's not a rehearsal. Mm -hmm. Like when sometimes when you're in the moment of it, it comes out the way that you're trying to convey it. And sometimes, li listen, I'm the type of person where I get that it's it could be quite challenging for an individual to, um, um, it'll be quite hard for an individual to, if they're not used to communicating, they will feel inferior. You know what I'm saying? Because they're always trying to find the right words, you know. And and I don't always have the right words, but I've been so used to thank you because I was trying to figure that and figure that out. Hey, are we back live? Okay, we're back live again. I've been so used to, you know, our being articulating myself, communicating, yeah. you know, and I did this before. And this, again, we're talking about being prepared. I did this before I was able to, um, you know, get into a really serious relationship. I talked to myself. I tried to you make sure that I was able to articulate my own feelings. Elise, are you angry? Why are you angry? You know what I'm saying? Like articulate those things. But in that situation in exchange where it's like, oh shit, like, old dude done did something before that's affected me. And I've been trying to build trust up from this one particular thing. I definitely appreciate you, babe, for coming to me and telling me that this is something that's happening 
and that you should be on, you know, that, that you're going to do what you can do on your end. Um, but don't get upset with me because I'm still in a trust building process and I may come to you because I may feel insecure or I may feel a certain type of way and need reassurance yeah. in certain things. Don't tell me I'm throwing it back up in your face because I may ask when you come home, hey, did Sheila say something to you today? Mm. I just need you to be transparent with me. Yeah, because, cool. because yeah, no, no, no. It sounds like it's cool. No, no, no. What, what happens is that becomes the question every day if we don't have conversations after that. Like, that consumes every time I come home. That is the consuming question. Now, I can, I can understand that, that. that. Once again, I'm not talking, I'm not talking about the things that that we should expect from our partner to do. I'm, these are literally the things where it's a line too far. So like I said, when I said, I'm closing the door. It's not that you can't be mad that night. Right. But that next morning, we need to have a conversation. But right. if you go to work and you're mad and I go to, or I go to, you know, hold you, right. I'll give you, I'll give you that night. Right. Right. I go to hold you in the morning and be like, baby, can we talk? And you're like, I don't want to talk. And then it goes for two or three days. I definitely know next time just not to tell your ass anything. Yeah, and that's I can, where I can communication see, I can see how men, that's, that's I can see how men can do that. That's down because once again, that's where that hard conversation comes in where you can be like, baby, I love you. I hate you right now. Right, right. But I love you. Have some fun with it. Do whatever you have to do to get to get your rocks off. Yeah. But to where you're not throwing stones. Right. I, I agree. Right I, I did, I, <laughs> get your rocks off without throwing stones. You know what we got it so, here on the Milky Bottles podcast. <laughs> so, you know, it's, 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 it's the way you communicate it. We expect for you to get mad. We, we know you're emotional. Hell, if when we know we're overly emotional. You know, when we do decide to be um, vulnerable. Right. Every man's cried in a woman's arms. They're all like, what the hell are you crying about, dude? I know a lot of times it's coming from a bad place. We were in, you know, we like, went <laughs> cheating and stuff. Like, baby, take me back. Like, I don't know why you're looking about everything. <laughs> but, you know, men are also very emotional. We, we decide to tap into it. But it, it's all about the delivery. Yeah. It's I about mean, being receptive. And men are very, men are super yeah, I'm not going to say super because I know y'all got something to say about that. But men are definitely emotional. Nah, but are. but my thing is, in a society and in a culture and in this whole Western civilization thing where, and just in the hierarchy of things, like men are, men are taught to not embrace the feminine energy that they possess within them. That's true. What we've learned to do is take that feminine energy redirected into questions for our homeboys. So we get all our emotional stuff up. The same way y'all talk to y'all women. The yeah. homeboys? Listen, that's where we go. Bruh. And it's not and it's not even we it's not even a necessarily Stop. Y'all got that one or this, two homegirls that y'all trust. Like go to her. Dude. Nah, you don't want us to go to her. Why not? Why not? Like, I definitely believe men and women can have platonic relationships no, no. with one another and get I good agree. advice from them. I agree, but if I'm going, I, I prefer not to go to my, like, if it comes down to a feminine energy, like, I'll go to my homegirl if it's like, am I wrong for this situation? But okay. if it's an emotional matter, like, yo, she tripping, I just need to vent to my boys because all the, all my female friend can do is say stuff that I want my woman to say. And all your feet, and, and it depends on, it depends on the type of, it depends on the type of men that you're surrounding yourself by because you got some men who are just going to let you vent and be, let it be what it is because they know you love that woman. Yeah. But then you got some of your dudes who going to be like, man, fuck her. And we, she ain't but, shit. But, she ain't but, this. But, she ain't that. And but, it's like. But we know Ray was always, we know that, see that's something. We don't take that seriously. 
We don't take that as serious because they're do. You know how much homeboys we got? We like, yo, she ain't shit, and that dude stay with her to the death. Yeah, the same. The, so, but so that's what I'm saying. So even when we go to that boy, he like, man, fuck that. Like we know he gonna say that. We just venting. Like we're not even taking. We ain't taking nothing he's saying seriously because mm-hmm. he ain't about. We know he ain't about shit. But what he's about funny. the emotional aspect of literally, truly needing to have a conversation with your girl about something serious, and you just don't know how to approach it because it's not something that you have been used to doing. But you definitely know. You know what? Something has been off in our home for two and three days now i need to be able to approach this her about this and i think a lot of times it's easy when it's her fault it's a lot harder when it's your fault mm-hmm. and you know you have to come and you know say some things to her that that could possibly put you in a situation it's truthful but it can put you in a situation where you don't you lose her yeah i mean that, and that's the double standard of of being open and honest in relationships women tend to take men back a lot but at the same time, when it comes to saying what's going on or who's hurting who, I feel like women are able to get their rocks off a little more. You know, if a woman does something wrong, she's like, baby, I'm sorry, whatever. A little more, more times than not, she might be able to hug you a little faster, be like, I'm sorry, kiss on you. And, you know, it might turn into a whole love making session because mm-hmm. we still want the buzzer. Right. Of course. Of course. Now, turn it the other way around. We might not even be in the same bed that night. Like right. we, could, we could try to touch you if we're trying to get our whole damn hand chopped off. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes it's just a double standard as far as how far that apology or that coming to the other person can go. Mm. You know, a woman coming to a man is still a lot more subtle than a man coming to a woman. You, you For mean, real men. You say a woman coming to a man is subtle? It The way the apology goes, it's like, baby... Listen, I messed up, and I, I love agree. you and all that stuff versus, hey, baby, you know, I love you because we just waiting for you to get the wheelie. She going to get the gun. Is she going to get the knife? Yeah. Is she about to blow up? Is all, all my clothes going to be on fire? Is it going to be waiting to exhale? Versus so, when, so you feel like her emotional reaction to what you said is a lot larger than I'm just saying what, women, women, the, are, women are typically able. Like, the same, like men shouldn't go off and be like, what the fuck you mean? And all, like, I can expect right? a woman to do that. Like, okay, I did something wrong. She about to throw shit. She about to tear shit up. I expect that. Why? Because women, women love and hip hop. Women can do that. It's not, not that it's right. It's not that it's right. It's just women. We can see them doing it. Versus if a woman say something to a man, now he no. start throwing. If he start throwing shit, you can be like, "Yo, this dude, he must be beating on her." Like it's it's a whole different mental dynamic as far as who can release that type of anger and outrage. I, I don't want a man so... releasing anger and outrage in a relationship. If a woman's to get mad, no. she hitting you. You know, you just I'm sorry, baby. Hold her. But it shouldn't be no woman be like, okay, I'm sorry. You know, it's it's still a man and a woman. There's still a certain dynamic there to where releasing those emotions and the anger of those emotions is still not the same. There's still going to be a double standard. I mean, I, it has I, to be. I, I honestly, like, it's it's really getting hard for me to understand. Like, because the the thing that's speaking to me right now over and over again is respect, 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 respect. Because I feel like if I respect my dude and I respect him in love, yeah. then, you know what I'm saying, no matter how frustrated and irritated that I get with him like I have no choice but to hear him because I love him you know what I'm saying of course I may not receive it immediately but at the same time like human to human looking introspectively to things like we have to start being the change that we want to see in our relationships yeah if you want men, if you want a, a healthy communication or a healthy relationship with the woman who, you know what I'm saying, you're able to talk to and be vulnerable with, then you have to be talked to her and you have to be vulnerable with her. Yeah. You know, it's not just going to be her feeling like it's cool for her to be 
the one who just empties everything to you mm-hmm. and you're just like oh yeah i'm cool my chick talked to me all the time and i sit there and listen to it mm-hmm. well she needs it back she needs reciprocity back because if you continue to keep starving her she's gonna you know continue to go to her homeboy who speaks back to her and now you're going to get jealous because here go Ken. Ken makes sure that he talks back to her, gives her reciprocity, provides her certain things. And the only thing that you just do is sit there and be like, yeah, babe, cool, uh-huh, yeah, sure, mm-hmm, yeah. Be the thing that you want to, be the change that you want to see in your relationship. That's the only thing, the, the only thing that, that's going to be able to make it work. And sometimes you just got to leave people. That, that, that too. If, if, she's, if she's gossipy <laughs> and you really just on some laid back shit, you just never gonna be able to sit there and listen. Like that's gonna be a hard one to fight if you don't found in love. But sometimes you just gotta lead people. Tate, if it's not matching up. Tate said I had to stop a woman and tell her straight up, look, I don't know how to handle or deal with you right now. I'm trying to understand, but I need your help so that we can function better because this isn't it. Yeah. Yeah. And and one one of the things you spoke on was what you keep saying when I love someone. And the issue is a lot of people are staying past the expiration date. Yeah, I agree. A, a lot of people we talking to and ministering to right now, mm, y'all, y'all one, two years, three years past due. Past. You know, y'all both need something new. Y'all are just basically uh, keeping each other from living your best life. And as hard as it's going to be, Man. especially if there's no real, real uh, obligations, you know, kids and stuff, like all that stuff gets difficult. But yeah, some of y'all are just dating for no reason. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and and it's best just to get out that situation, you know, and that's just that's just being real. Like Same. you said, if, if she talking and you're not the one to talk all the time, you yep. know, establish that up front. Like, don't be sitting there, you know, oh, baby, like, if you want. Listen. If Mar- you want the pussy, get the pussy. You know what I'm leave. saying? You could be a friend and yes. get the pussy. You yeah, know you what do. I'm saying? Yeah, like, just I ask agree. Her. I agree. You, know, you ain't got to be in a full-blown relationship because I agree. That's never going to end well. Uh, it's ne- man, listen. Sammy has a song right now, all ladies and gentlemen. It's called Expiration Date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please download it and listen to it because it will help you put some perspectives, put some things in perspective for you. Like y'all out here missing the opportunity to be with the person that you're supposed to be with. Somebody right now is manifesting you and you can't even get to them because you locked up in something that you choosing to be in, True. knowing that it's time for you to have been done, moved on. Yeah. Like you keep telling, you keep walking in the same house, you keep walking in the same circumstances, and that person continuously only changes for a decent amount of time for as a reaction to you about to leave like that's the only time that they change the only time that they change is a reaction to you about to leave they don't love you love is not react what what is it what is the word i'm looking for reactionary love is not reactionary love is consistent it is and when you don't have anybody that's consistently doing that and or being that at, at the end of the day they're just literally saying you know what at this point, I'm not ready because it's. I don't. I don't even think necessarily it's a thing of them not 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 feeling like you're worth it, because you may be worth it, but they have not internalized how to process that and deal with it in and of their own and let it go. So because they have trouble dealing with that, they're holding you back from receiving the love that you deserve. Being worth it and being meant for love aren't the same. I agree. Ooh, say that again. I said being worth it and being meant for love aren't the same. Mm. And once you realize we're not meant to be, there are, there are beautiful he women in my life. all the best in me. Yeah, there are beautiful women <laughs> in my life I dated, and they're all beautiful in their own ways. And 
you know, we're not together, but that doesn't mean they aren't beautiful, and that doesn't mean I don't want them in my life because there was something I saw in them. Yeah. But it's just at this, whether it's the timing, yeah. whether it's where I'm at in my life and I need to make some things happen or I'm holding them back or I'm pushing too hard. Yeah. Like, it's, a lot of it's just timing, and you have to realize that you have to step away from certain, like I said, those situations so that person can become better for themselves. If you truly love somebody yeah, and you don't have what it takes to make that person happy, hmm? you know, you, you have to hmm? get out. Get out. I'm, I'm only saying it because I've done it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've done I, it too. Is, I've had to excuse myself plenty of times. Yeah, Look, you know. bro, like I don't, and that's, but you know what? Kudos to people like you and I. Kudos to people who are selfless mm. enough because I just realized like so much. It hurts my heart sometimes, like, and it almost makes me emotional, but it definitely hurts my heart sometimes to realize how many people are so selfish when it comes to love. You know, and not really understanding how you have to operate out of a place of selflessness. Over selfishness. Over over selfishness. If you truly are connected to someone in love, like you literally have to operate from that place of selfishness, selflessness, because what you're going to realize is it's not about you all the time. No, that's that ego. It, it is the ego. Your the emotional side of you, the emo side of you is going to be able to tap into something and it's going to be able to say, you know what? introspectively thinking I wouldn't want anybody to stop me from this if they truly said that they love me Mm -hmm. and the only thing that they that they're doing is going to 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 the movies to watch something that I already know I don't want to watch like I don't I'm not going to enjoy this experience and I'm going to make I'm going to make her energy feel down she's not going to enjoy why can't I just be selfless enough to say you know what Tyrone is definitely head over heels for this stupid shit that I'm not into. Mm-hmm. Go with him. Have a great time. I trust you. I love you. Mwah. Send yeah. you out the door. Exactly. That's selflessness. But because we're so selfish, we're going to go. We're going to drag ourselves to that movie. Mm-hmm. We're going to complain the whole right. entire time. Our energy is going to be off. She's not going to enjoy, enjoy herself. Resent us for, for taking her. Bam. So instead of having a good time, her coming home, you know, happy about the movies and, you know, y'all able to do y'all thing and get into it. Now y'all arguing on the way home because all she wanted to do was have a good time and you done. And, she, and, and the, thing is, the thing is, men and or women, what's going to happen is you're going to be literally be sitting in that car and it's going to be, you know, I'm just not going to talk to you. I can't even talk to you about what's going on in the movie because you're sitting over there with the stank face because mm. you like, I didn't even want to come here in the first place, yeah. you know. So she's not going to be excited about it. And that's going to make her feel a certain, him and or her, feel a certain type of way. Yeah. Misunderstood is that way. Yeah. You know, you? Get, get rid of that Friday the 13th energy. Man. I'll just walk around here creeping in the damn dark, just just draining everybody. In just it. draining. Grim Reaper shit. Just, oh, my God. Just stay home and jack off or something. I don't know. Just do something you want to do for Listen, yourself. Listen, if he or she drain you or if he or she has something that they do that drains you, let them do it by themselves and mm. you do something that makes you happy. Mm. But, again, that comes with that 50-50 ain't 100. Yeah. 50 yeah. 50 is still 50. Yeah, you need, to, you need to know yourself as much as you can. Mm. I find somebody that, like, if you find somebody that they, they build and they, they speak to your spirit and, you know, they're, they're aspirational, inspirational, you know, a little bit of those and, you know, whatever else, like, that's cool. You know, you can, you can grow and build with that. And if you reach a wall with that and they're right. better than you right. or they're, they're too much for you, then thank them for the journey Man. and let them move on. Listen, my thank you game is so hard. It's so strong. Thank you. Namaste. 
Go yeah. about your way and live in peace. Yeah. Because here's the thing, we'll we'll scream and holler, peace is my priority. Mm-hmm. Only thing I want in a relationship is peace. First of all, only thing you want in your life yeah. should be peace, peace. first. <laughs> That's true. Not just in your relationship. If you have a requirement for it in your life, trust me. Trust and believe your tolerance for it and being in a relationship, you're going to already know whether or not somebody's going to be able to bring you peace or whether or not they're going to frustrate the shit out of you because they're dependent on you in all aspects of the of the relationship. It's hard, it's hard to have a beautiful relationship if your partner hates their job. Bruh. Those conversations are consistently fucked up. Man. And it's consistent. Every day. Like Eeyore. Mm-hmm. Hey, babe. Mm-hmm. I'm okay, you know, mm-hmm. Susie, you know, she, into it. she was all right, you know what I'm saying, she they, they kind of got on my nerves today, but you know, you know, I powered through it, you know, and then I, I spent the, the 45 minutes, my boss gave me, the, bro, you don't spend 20 minutes talking about how fucked up your job is, and it's the same thing, it's going to happen at your lunch break, it's going to happen when you get home, like, <laughs> leave these family churches. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I wish I had a soundboard. I want a tambourine well, right can... now. <laughs> we'll find a place of spiritual man greatness and, and, and wake your spirit up. Some wake of y'all spirit spirits up. is dead as hell. Y'all got some dead ass spirits up in you here. You hate your job and you hate your church. What's you life? hate your job. You hate your. You hate your. Um. You hate where you stay. You hate your credit score. You you hate all of this stuff, and you ain't doing shit to make anything better about it. But you 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 get a certain type of glorification out of complaining. You need to go to Everest College. <laughs> you on your couch. You ain't doing shit anyway. That's what y'all need. y'all need to go to Everest. Damien Ali is on. Damien Ali fixes credit. He can help you guys. Like it ain't no need for you to be unhappy and and you can't buy shit. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mis- misery loves company, and uh, I agree. A lot of us are miserable. There's different degrees to that so whatever and, misery you have in your life always work mm. towards what, what was the show we had on that mm. we talked about erasing it like getting them i can't remember the title but you got you got to rid yourself of, of, of that of those demons oh yeah the toxic thing yeah yeah, yeah. like you, you got it that's the that's the start you know i'm not saying you can get a new job tomorrow i'm just saying when you come home from where you can do something Man. towards getting a better job i agree you know I progression agree is, is most necessary and uh, just to close out the emo versus ego, um, I did a couple of things for the men, uh, for ladies to kind of pay attention to the good benefits and the bad slash ma- manipulation aspects. So for the good, when it comes to an emotional guy, um, he's going to be attentive to your wants, needs, and desires. Uh, he's going to do the small things to relieve your stress mm. or burden to create space for you to decompress and focus on your goals. He's going to want to ensure your satisfaction both physically and mentally. Mm. And in this world of sapiosexuals and over-sexualization, yes. mental stimulation and connection is what lasts the most. Mm. The last thing for the benefits is they are proactive in ensuring your happiness, not reactive. Mm. Now we're going to the bad, hey. the manipulation. A man uses perception of emotions to manipulate you into shame, obedience, mm. and loss of self-identity. I don't do that last part, the, the obedience part. Yeah, you know, a lot, a lot use it. Uh, emotions are usually surrounded by negative energy, anger, which we're talking about church work and all these other things. Yeah, agree. And usually that emotion, those strong acts of emotion are only shown during arguments mm-hmm. or facing truths that don't benefit them. I definitely agree with that. I've been right. in that situation way too many times. Uh, they're reactive in trying to save the relationship or convince you that things aren't what they seem. And mm-hmm. lastly, 
the emotional connection is distant during sex, but Ooh. present during negative situations. So what if, what if it's the opposite? The emotional connection is there during sex, but it's, well, that, that it's negative during it. But see, women can read that. I'm talking about what's hard to read. Oh, when it's hold on. Yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can give you the, I can give you the, I can give you some good dick, and not necessarily be connected okay. because it's an act. But then when I'm upset or whatever, you get that real emotion from me. I'm not making love to you in the bedroom. So the but the emotional connection during sex is distant. Distance, like I'm I'm not there. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not I'm not connected to you. But I'm connected when it comes to an argument or all the stuff I want to complain oh, about. Oh, okay, under. okay, okay. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I got you. You can't do nothing right, but during sex, it just seems to disappear. Like there, there's nothing there. So you feel you feel comfort in the fact that I'm not arguing with you, not realizing there's no positive reinforcement even yeah. in the bedroom. Okay, okay. You know, so I there's just an emptiness that. or a distance. Um, so those are those are some of the things to look for in emotional. Uh, the emotional guy, the Ralph Tresvant man with sensitivity, the good and the bad. Mm, I like that. Yeah, yeah. So Thank now, you so much. I know. So now we're going to get into the balls for tonight. And the balls for tonight is simply consent. Hmm. <laughs> That's consent. I think we had this discussion um, <laughs> because, uh, yeah, people don't ask people can they have sex with them? <laughs> so simple. Yeah. Nobody says, I. Mm-hmm. in all of my, I'm 34 years, I've been sexually active since I was 16 years old, and in all my sexual activity, I have only had one partner to ever ask me, can they enter me? It's a risk asking. <laughs> <laughs> We just gonna try to slide that bad boy in. I'm just saying, like, oh, shit. Yeah, no, nobody has ever asked, "Can I touch you here? Yeah. Can I, can I, can I kiss you? Is it okay for me uh, to?" Like, it's almost like that energy creates an unspoken need for it to do so, and okay, you know what I'm saying. But at the same time, like the consent in and of itself, asking a woman for permission yeah. to do something, yeah. like. Look, Listen, gentlemen, if you come up behind her and you whisper in her ear, can I have a stance with you? Mm-hmm. She, she going to melt. You know what I'm saying? Like, she going to melt. She going to feel some type of way because in her, for her, it's going to be like, oh, my God. Like, somebody actually had the decency to ask me. Yeah. I got rejected about five times this weekend. Dancing? This shit, just a question. You asked yeah, yeah. for consent? You got to. And they told you no? They said they were taken. I mean, but that's a response to the answer. I mean, it will, I mean, you know, at least you asked. That's all I'm saying, I asked. You okay. got to be willing to ask. It's a risk asking. That that moment, <laughs> listen, that moment, that transition from eating Tate, the, eating I feel that, you, Tate. I feel you. That transition from eating a muffin bib and sliding down and, you know, putting on your armor. It's a transition. Ask her to eat it. Nah, I mean, ask, you know what I'm saying? Like, ask him to do Ask him like, to suck it. Ask to do that. <laughs> Listen, hey, please. Hey, one babe, thing you hey, don't babe, have to I, do. Can I suck your dick? The one thing you don't have to do is ask that. You know I mean? But get into the habit of doing so. Like, I, I think it's a good practice to have. Women. It's a great practice to have because it saves you from a lot of situations that could really put you in it, like... I think women, men ask. I'm going to advise men to ask. Women command. I think 
I think I think a man asking is sexy the way a woman commanding like I want that I want that thing in my mouth like oh really mm-hmm. oh really yeah. you know what I'm saying like that's sexy like nah, baby can I like nah, nah, I mean yeah because now we be like oh man she don't really want to but she doing because I want it but if you command it like oh. I mean I agree I think I, me asking like you know baby I just I really I really love okay it. so 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 like, we're not saying like do so cliche like and be like hey. <laughs> Can I can I go there with you? I you mean, know, or or just but it doesn't. Yeah. Women like the command just as much as men do yeah, you because you it. like the confidence that it that it how it comes across in confidence wise. I'm just saying for men it's a little different these days. I'm just, I, I rather I rather ask. I mean, in as sexy a way as I can, if I'm on your neck and then sucking on your earlobes, I'll ask while I'm there. I'm not going to, like, stand up like, hey, what you think about? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be all in the motion. Of course it's going to be gonna all be in the motion. So I went to a Reiki class, and I thought it was very profound because what happens is a lot of people don't know how to honor their no. Yeah. Okay? So a lot of people have been robbed, and a lot, a lot of people have been stripped um, due to rape, due to molestation, yeah, due to, you know, uh, all this other type of trauma within and of their lives where they've been dealt with inappropriately. Yeah. And they have lost their voice in their no. Mm. And a lot of times, people don't know how to read energy. So what happens is their body is screaming no, but what's going to come out of their mouth is is they're not going to stop you. Even though their body is screaming, you know, like the energy is weird, like they're going to allow you to do it because it's a traumatic thing for them like it may seem normal for them but it's a traumatic type of normal it's not a pleasurable type of normal and what i what happened in the reiki training that i went to was it was so so um it was so freeing Mm. to see so many people freed from being able to yell no at the top of their lungs for like five times in a row. Like, no, 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 no. And, yeah. and they did that because a couple of women just broke down crying because they never said no before, mm-hmm. you know? And it felt good for them to be able to own that power and for them to be able to be in a situation where it's like, I can say no and it be honored, yeah. you know? And when I was, we did an exercise and in the exercise, what happened was we had, we split the room up into two and we had one room, one side of the room close their eyes and the other side of the room gravitate to someone that we felt like we wanted to connect with. Mm -hmm. And so they had their eyes closed and in order for us to even approach them, we had to ask for permission. Can I touch you? Can I approach you? And they had to give their consent. Can I touch your hands? Can I touch your arms? Can I touch your head? Giving permission in everywhere that we touched because they had their eyes closed. They didn't know us. We were strangers. So they had to give us permission based off of what they felt in their comfortability. And I think the power in that consent comes across when, whenever we're able to say, you know what, I don't know whether or not somebody's comfortable with me yet. Mm. It's respectful for me to ask them, is it okay for me to go there with them? Because they may not be feeling the same energy that I'm feeling. Of course. And just out of honor. And I, Marlon, I'm going to be honest. Like, we don't honor one another anymore. Like, I miss that about men and women. You know, like, 
I used to grow up seeing the older people honor one another in a sense of, you know, respect, respect, respect. you know what I'm saying? Like, let me go ahead and open the door for Miss Maddie yeah. May, you yeah, know. Let, outside, but yeah, yeah I mean, of course, <laughs> shit now, you know. But that honor, that honor yeah. was there, you know. Right. I, I honored them. Yeah. And I think we need to do a better job about honoring one another. That's true. If you, if you respect the female balance of just, I don't care who the female is. If you just respect the female deity and who she is, honor her. And don't be around, try not to be around women that you don't consider them to be queens and deities. Because that's the problem is if you just with yeah. some regular thing and yeah, I don't, you, you set up for failure. I'm old school. Okay. So I still listen for the key words. What's the key words? Uh, don't stop. <laughs> uh, I want to feel you. Put it in. Okay. I mean, th those are definitely green lighters. You know, so once you have those green lights, like I'm good. Yeah, those are definitely green lighters. You know what I'm you saying? Know? So if she's not got worked I, up and aroused enough, yeah, enough to the point where she listen, co commanding you to go there, then you don't up, need you don't need a, any. I'll, I'll stay in that muffin bib. I'll stay in that muffin bib till I what get permission. Is, what the fuck is muffin bib? That, that's a weak thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That juicy juice. Muffin bib. Yeah, that sounds like the batter of some like leftover yeah, that's, that's muffin. What, that's what it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see how it goes? It works. No matter how you do it, it works. <laughs> no matter how you do it, it works. Muffin yeah, bib. I stay, I stay okay. in that muffin bib until you know I, I hear those words or you know, like I said, I'll definitely ask. But you know, it's a different day and it's not even a different day and age. I always joke about how you know, it's it's a great thing that we are so aware right. of women and women's right in their voice because I think every teenage boy of every generation mm -hmm, mm -hmm. has tried to take them fingers and do yeah. things with them, and every girl had to be like, "I'm not ready." Yes, we. I'm not having sex with you. Like y'all, yes. literally, it was to a certain. It was aggressive culture. It was very aggressive because and what happens is that yeah. those two fingers came out and you'd be like, come on, girl. I mean, she'd be like, no, yeah, no. It was always and then what happened from there is instead of it being like, you know what? Okay, cool. You're not ready. It, it became a pressure thing. It became a pressure thing. And all relationships and everything, I did it. And, that's so, you know, like. And that was, that, was, that was what we were, that's how we were brought up in teenagers. And it was a part of relationships and in high school. And it's become a part of your do an adulthood. And now, now it's taken into adulthood. But yeah. it's, it's, but. That's terrible. What's what's what's? Because I don't want it so, all the time. It's hurtful. Don't put your little dusty dick on me all the time. But I don't want it. It's hurtful because the voice of sometimes teenage girls was stronger than the woman that's been broken, and only we took it to the point where she was broken, where she felt like she really had to give it to us. Right. Like she said no so much that she one day became broken. Yeah. And now no matter who it is, like she can't even yep. she can't be that strength that she once was yep. before whatever happened. Yep. You know, and that's and that, that's all on the male. That, that's it, that's that's the men's fault. That's our fault. In the same you. way, I'm taking responsibility for being a teenager that was trying to get it in, and yep. you know, you was hearing no night after night after night after night or weekend yep. after weekend. You know, it, you know, you just have to kind of deal with those things, and and once you recognize what those things are, you know, all you can do is just reach out to the youngins behind you, and even the dudes, like I said, the gentlemen that are in your lives that are still trying to take advantage of women, try to right some of those wrongs. Right. Because right. it's hard for women out there, especially when we know. Yeah. That we put the put them in those positions. Yep. And 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 you know, those women as well too, you know, quit saying no when you mean yes. 
You know, because that case is weird. Yeah, yeah, because you're going to put Jesus. yourself in a situation where you're making the men you're, you're confusing the shit out of them. Yeah, like you're confusing them. Like if you say no and you mean no, mean no, yeah. but don't say no and you really mean yes. And then you call a you call him a a bitch. You or, know what I'm saying? Or have have you have you. You know, also with consent, have your words, have your have your I safety words. I was gonna say words. that too. Like, yeah, we yeah. about to. I like, I like, I like it aggressive. I like the role play. Right, right. I like to victim play a little bit. I'll let you know when I die. Bit. When I die. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So the, these these are the words to where it's gone too far. Like establish those. If nothing else, establish your safety words. Yeah, yeah. If nothing else, you know. Or, or you know, and let, because you got some dudes who are re- listen. After you have become connected to your spirituality and connected to your energy, like. You can tell whether or not a dude has become super aggressive. Oh yeah. In letting out some other shit that ain't got nothing to do with you sexually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it comes into the bedroom and he, because he done abused so many women sexually in yeah. that way and they just been like, "Ooh, I like it." And he think every woman want it beat up that way. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, of course, there's going to be moments in time where you like that. It's going to be heightened. It's going to make you feel good. But if he can't give you a soft side, then there's he, something can't, wrong can't with that. If can't take the time, just know what you like. You know, and, 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 uh, meant, and, and this this is, we're not talking about hookups. Right. Definitely. <laughs> no, you just, you, you hooking up and you just taking a chance. Right. You know, but if you're trying to establish something, you know, those are the conversations that need to be had. Like, how do you like it? One thing we're talking about, your fantasies, your desires. Right. You need to know if you a certain level of freak. Yeah. Once you become once you become engaged with this other person mm-hmm. and you know what's the itch you're gonna have to scratch, you yep. need to let that person know. Yep. Immediately. Immediately. If you a dude and you like a little bit of ass play, yeah. You you need to let her know because that's that's gonna some women aren't ready for that. I agree. And I agree. You know, if you're a lady like being choked and you like gagging and all this other stuff, and it some, may it may be too far. And yeah, it may be too far for some dudes. That is the I, I definitely agree. And it is never too soon to have those conversations. It's never too soon. If you are in a situation and, and I'm gonna tell you what oh what is too soon, Elise? Too soon no, never too soon is a situation where after the first time you having sex with them, if you know that you're gonna have sex again, it's time to have it's a conversation. Time to have the conversation. That's it. Point blank, period. Like, it's time. If you know you are going to have sex with them again, have that conversation. Yeah. Quit waiting on the the the, the opportune time. Quit waiting on there to be a... A relationship. A relationship. Like, Agreed. Too late. Agreed. Too late. It's too late at that point. It's too late. As, as adults and as people and as humans, when you get to the point where you decide to have sex with someone... Like it's it is then your responsibility to tell them what your limits is, and it is then your responsibility to tell them what you know what I'm saying kind of triggers that you have going on for you and yourself, what pleases you, what don't f- pleases you, and it's a demand, ladies and gentlemen too, but ladies, it is a demand for him to respect your no and respect your boundaries. Yeah, you have to set them. You have unfortunately, to. but fortunately, a man a man that's into you. I mean, just a, a gentleman. Let's let's go with the gentleman. Yeah. That actually cares. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll they'll ask you if you if you decide to be open. Now that we're having a conversation, it's best to be open. Right. When you implement that, they'll they'll be willing to have that conversation oh, with yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. 
you know, tell me, tell me what spots you want me to, right. you know, to, it's to them, focus it's, on. Listen, it's them thug ass, you know, I think I know every woman's body or I know how to put it down. You know what I'm saying? Girl, you don't need to come with me with that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't need to come there with me because, you know what I'm saying? I know what I'm doing. I've been slanging yeah. since been slanging. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to come with you with the come with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't got to say, bruh, like, don't, don't make him, don't make him make you feel pressured. Sis, know your worth. Like he gonna he, he done said that to every single woman Everyone. he done took advantage of. And yeah. at that point, that is what that man is used to doing. That's he it. is used to taking advantage of you, of women. Like, don't be that one. Teachable moment. <laughs> don't be you that one. Be, don't be afraid to be the teacher. Some things are just teachable moments. And one thing when we're speaking on this is we, we know the verbal cues we're speaking about, the power of the no. Uh, speaking up about your desires, your fantasies. Right. Your level of freak. Mm-hmm. Nonverbal mm. cues. Yeah. Mm. Cues of no? I mean, not... Yeah. I, I would say cues, cues of no. We, we kind of spoke on it. It, it kind of goes into having the power to say no. But there, there's nonverbal cues as well that yeah, I, but I feel we, we have to learn how to pick up on to know to ask the question. Yeah, but that's, I, you know what, it's, that's, it's, it's, it's very hard. Nonverbal cues have a lot to do with self mm. and it has a lot to do with introspectiveness and it has a lot to do with self-accountability. So if a person is too far removed from and in denial with their own selves, they're yeah. not going to be able to connect with another person in an authentic way. You know, what's going to happen is like they're, they're, they're not going to be able to read that they're afraid, you know, because we are all empathic people. You know, I don't, I don't ever want anybody to think that, especially men, because I'm a man that might, I don't really have that whole empath ability thing. Every single one of us have abilities to be empath. It's just a matter of us cueing into our spiritual selves and, and, and taking that time and space in life to be able to hone those skills and embrace who the, who the, who that is for, and what that means for us because we can feel everything that we're connected to that's true so you know when you're on that couch as a woman when you feel that from a man like he's very nervous mm. you know what i'm saying like he he's nervous around you and he's you know not quite sure he seems sure in in every other aspect of who he is but very nervous when he comes to you know to you then there comes a certain level of reading and intuition that you have to rely on and say, you know what, I need to to address this, but let them know that it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, and same thing with the dudes, because you got dudes, you got you got chicks who would be super nervous around around a very confident man. Like I'm telling you, like dude, like chicks will get very. Small. They've already that whole M. They've already played the whole thing. Man, out no head. matter it's a movie. no matter how much rah 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 they got with mm. them, chicks will get very small when they feel intimidated by a you know or feel like a man has that confidence that they've that they kind of never been around. Mm. And so, as a man, it's your responsibility to connect with that energy to be like, you know what, I need to help settle her. Yeah, I usually offer the sucker toes. I mean, whatever would, works for you, would you like a with nice consent. <laughs> would you like a nice toe suck? That's that's a that's a nice little icebreaker. But now you definitely, yeah, definitely have to uh, be attentive. And and those are the best times to have a conversation. Like, oh, ask yeah. Mike, why why are you nervous? Yeah. You know, like see if you can come. And if you're not, if you're not planning on going that going there with them, 
and you know that their energy is sexual, mm-hmm. go ahead and let them know nothing's happening. Yes. Nothing's going to happen tonight. Because because that that is definitely... We're going to talk. Yes. No matter what you think is going to happen. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. I mean, and that's really hard for, for the female. Because yeah. I think that happens more often than not with females. Yeah. Females will know that they're not going to sleep with the dude based off of the energy that he's giving off. And they won't say it. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they, they'll try to do everything... Girl, they they will they'll text. Girl, can you text me right quick and let, let let him know? Like, call me like it's an emergency so that I can tell him that I because they feel so so pressured from not just being able to say it that they feel like they have to make an excuse for in order for it to be accepted, in order for it to be honored. Mm-hmm. And I think that is so fucked up. Like for you, for you to, for a woman to even have to feel like, you know what, I have to make an excuse because if I don't, he's going to, and instead of it just being, you know what, I don't feel comfortable in this setting. I'm just not feeling it right now between you and I. Like, I do want to get to know you before I, you know, kind of make that decision and maybe we can continue to talk so much because dude's energies fucking turn completely off after that. Yeah. And that's, and that's what you also, I hate that shit. There's no, there's no right or wrong way, but you know, sometimes you're fortunate enough for that, that first conversation to last, you know, hours. You really get into deep stuff to where you just normally come around the other person. Everything's kind of just lighthearted, and you can flirt, and you can do a little bit of everything, and nothing's really, nothing ever gets right. uh, weird. But for the people where you're a little unsure, make sure you all, you don't put yourself in situations where you're forced to have to connect. So there's a time where the Netflix and chill or the, the dinner over at some dinner at somebody's house now isn't what it used to be. Right, I agree. It's, it's literally like there's gonna it's be a, a point where at the, yeah, yeah, it's a prelude. Yeah, that's that's yeah. all it is. So I agree. if you don't feel like you're at that point, or you haven't had that direct conversation, or you don't you don't feel like that person Shit. is not is not going to try to take it there. There's some people you can trust. Like you just know you go over to the house, they're just a, a decent person. They're but that's the thing. Like, if you already, and I agree 1,000%, if you already have the feeling that you can't say that to that person, don't. Yeah. Don't don't put don't yourself put in a situation. Yeah, situation. don't put yourself in that situation. That, that's for guys, too. I mean, there's I certain agree. times, you know, you may know certain women just, they, they want to get down. And you can't even entertain it. Like, don't go to their house for dinner. Yep. Because if, if you're not if you're not wanting to or ready to go to that level, it's yep. no different. It's, it's the same exact thing. And it's the same exact thing for gentlemen, you know what I'm saying, or for men that know, like, if you are, like, practice some fucking self-restraint. Mm-hmm. If you know that, you know what, this dude, this chick is already showing signs of batshit craziness. Mm, you know rough. what I'm saying? Like... Bruh, like I'd rather you 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 pick up the phone and call old reliable. You got to. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just trying to explore some new pussy and put yourself in a situation where now you you dealing with somebody who is like completely psycho. You done saw her face change. You knew her face was gonna change before you even put her put yourself in that situation, but you wanted some new new. You know what I'm saying? So you so you do that, and now all chicks crazy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now you can't the next the next woman who's actually new that you meet, you can't be super vulnerable with because you like, damn, I can't I can't do this because I got this good good, and then when I do this and do that, you know yeah. what? Nah, mm-hmm. bruh, it ain't always cause you got good good. It's it might be because you just pick basic wanting. As females who have no other discernment and desire to want you, but so much sexual energy coming at you that you can't fight it off. You just have to give it to her. Yeah. 
But as long and once again, as long as you have that conversation up front that this isn't going anywhere, true, you can explore that. And the crazy, the crazy can come out, but the crazy will also disappear because you can have open conversation. Like we had a conversation about this, right? Yeah, we did. So why are we doing this with each other? <laughs> like you can still reel it back. You can reel the crazy back as long as you have those, those conversations. It's when you're not open and honest and direct. I agree. And you leave things hanging. That's when they can keep pulling on that energy. Like, yeah, but you said that. Yeah, but you ain't said that. Nah. Remember I said this? We had this conversation. What does text say? Read this text for me back. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can always control that. So it still goes back to having those conversations, uh, being honest and upfront. Right. Um, if, it's, if, it's just, if it's just a sexual um reciprocation thing and let that person know and then they'll let you know if they're willing to participate in that you know like I said once you once you realize there might be a little level of crazy or clinginess or whatever you know don't 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 just disappear have a conversation and try to reiterate that that's not what you do mm-hmm. and then give them a chance to kind of to 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 correct it right and then as soon as you see they're not willing to correct it now you can ghost there's nothing wrong with the ghost. Right. There's just an appropriate time to do it. I agree. Not too. I typically do it at the wrong time. Um, but no, no, no. this well, is advice. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I do agree <laughs> in the ghost. I do. Guys, we definitely appreciate you guys so much for watching the Milky Balls podcast. I am uh, your co-host, the Empress, joined uh, with my other co-host, um, Mr. King Wisdom. King Wisdom himself. Oh, yeah. And right now we are going to close the, uh, the the night out. Again, you can find us on all, all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Milky Balls Podcast. Um, and also you can find us uh, in podcast form on uh, Google Play, Apple Music, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Yep. Ooh. We said Spotify. Spotify. Spotify, Spotify as, as well, well guys. Yeah. Spotify as well. So join us, um, you know, push us, talk about it to your friends, you know, and be like, hey, 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 listen to the Milky's Ball podcast. Like, they was really spitting some good shit. We need y'all, all right? Yeah, we do. Make sure you do that, okay? But right now, we're going to leave you with personal experience and advices from the throne, all right? King Wisdom Confessions. What you got, baby? I've been thinking a lot this week. Uh, there's been a lot going on over the weekend, as we all know. So I'm going to keep it simple with live your best life. We live in a nation still filled with hate, riddled with hypocrisy when it comes to accountability, and built on corruption and the foundation of power structures. You can wake up every day letting the negativity consume you, or take a little bit of time out of each day to breathe and be thankful for the small to irrelevant, mm. irrelevant aspects of your life that are still going good. Misery is a trend that is pushed daily, and we have to push back. Laugh, smile, and try to find a little peace in every day. Oh, amen. I love that. That's all you can do is try. Hey. And from uh, the layer of the Empress. I love that. The layer of the Empress. Um, Facebook solicitations, okay? Don't be thirsty. I'm tired of them, okay? Mm. If you're looking for attention from everybody, then it speaks a lot about how you enjoy you or the lack thereof, yeah. okay? And this is this is talking about the people that post, I have the chicken marinating. Let me know who's all up or who would like for uh. me to come over and cook it. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I'm going to be at Waffle House in 30 minutes. Who is all up for joining me? Or you in the bed. We know the TV's on you in the bed. 
you basically got your cleavage showing and you're like uh i'd be so lonely watching these movies at night who up who, who up yes bruh sis listen we're not coming over for bible study yo like babe, look listen you look dos equis <laughs> thirsty like you look so thirsty to the person that is literally trying to actually find, like, well, not find who 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 knows themselves. You look thirsty. Yeah. Like, if you can't do shit by yourself, then you already a codependent in a relationship, and no, yeah. no, nobody want to deal with that. You're not whole. If you can't watch a whole movie by your whole self, then you're not whole. <laughs> and find and find your best. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm coming into your. It's layer. okay. Nah, come come into my layer. You're welcome, ladies. I give th- you this consent. This is this is from the men. Find find your best friend's inbox when it comes to these affirmations. Oh, if God. you're doing an affirmation every day about waiting on love and trying to find love and Bruh. how you a new person, how fuck niggas this and. Bruh. Find, just find a home girl. Just find, find an inbox. Don't don't hit post. Just one hit inbox. Message. Hit message. Create a group Create inbox. Create a group and share them all. Because I promise you, by the fourth one, tabs, your home girls is gonna be like, sis, Stop. do you need an exorcism? So imagine what the men are doing when they're looking <laughs> at you. Imagine what they're prejudging. Imagine how they and, and men. There are men out there that are looking to find a woman to control. Yes, and stop and you are a, you are stop hot putting top. a target on, yes. your, on your forehead and your back. Target. And your cleavage, since you know you want to do. Ooh, I'm feeling good today, and when all we see is your chin and your chest. Cause, cause, sis, sis, you know he done posted that four times this week. You not, you wasn't chosen. Nah. <laughs> you wasn't special because you may have been chosen on Monday. He posted it again on Wednesday, exactly. and it was somebody else. Exactly. Stay woke. Yeah, don't, don't, don't put all the goods out there. Again, we thank you so much for listening to the Milky Balls podcast. Guess what, guys? You've just been milked. milked. Thank you guys so much. Again, find us social media, the Milky Balls podcast. It's not the, it's just the Milky. At Milky Balls podcast. At Milky Balls podcast on the social media, MilkyBallsPodcast.com. Everybody who's watching this right now, please share this live, okay? Um, why am I pointing with my... <laughs> Listen, that's, that's, that's the spirit. Just let it it is my spirit. It's the spirit. <laughs> Some of that, that dust, that unicorn dust. Listen, we actually talk about shit that people need to hear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, contrary to all the things that's out, you know, it's, it's just funny. And, you know, it's just, it has no content. It's just talking about repetitive cycles and getting trapped in them mm-hmm. like please be an ambassador for something real yeah. that's all we asking yeah, we're trying to make some real change that's on, it. On, on a real level you know and, and i appreciate my co-host marlon like in aka king wisdom you know because he he definitely makes the platform what it is with his amazing illustrations and designs that i so adore from a place in my heart that he only knows so. Team spirit. Hey, hey, hey. So, again, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. And we'll see you guys next time. Next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Milky Balls podcast. Hey, if you like what you heard, please make sure you subscribe to our Facebook and to the website. Hey, don't miss out on the next opportunity to milk those balls.